2: Without Patton Stew, oh. yes. I mean, you know who I am. But I'm joined by Dan Andrews. Hello, got and mad Jeff Jeff. at me yesterday. I didn't <laughs> announce him right. Okay, so he's the <laughs> head writer of the Glenn Beck Television program. Yes, he's been with the program a really long time. Are you happy with that? Uh, uh, that's that's no?
0: that's
3: very good,
2: Jeffy. Thank you. But
3: I'm, I'm, I'm honestly I'm not even listening because I'm just so annoyed right now. I mean, Where? we just had why? moment because we just had a moment. Donald Trump just announced he's running for president, which was great. I mean,
2: I'm excited. Why? It's another, another why another America. Huge I mean, person running for president of the United States. This
3: makes like 23. I have one. I have one article here because you know they say I think the official number was like 16 or something. That's like of already all like the, of like the big. Candidates of like people you know. Um, you know, Bush, Walker, Rubio, Carson, Huckabee, Paul, Cruz, Christie, Trump, now Perry, Santorum, Fior- Fiorina, you know, Kasich, Graham, and Jindal are the ones I have. But then there's a few wow. other guys that you don't know. Well, Christie and Jindal aren't official yet, though, right? They're, no, they're, no, they're, no they're I guess yeah. A, so, so, yeah, maybe they're. I, I, don't, I haven't actually tallied it all up, but it's just like, what on earth makes these guys think they can
2: win? I, I don't understand. He's it. Donald Trump. He's Donald Trump. Of what, course he can win. Win what? I, I, he, listen, he beats China all the time. <laughs> okay? I thought for sure he was going to announce like the, uh, the the new TV show, um, Trump on the border, or something like that. I thought for sure he was going to announce a, t- a new TV show, and we're going to start a new pact, and we're going to start a new TV show, Trump now, on the you know border...
3: What? You know what, Jeffy, I think you're actually oh onto gosh. something here cuz didn't he do this last time when he announced last time? And we have the uh, we have his statement coming up here in a second, his little opening shindig which I don't think ridiculous. he ever officially announced. Last time? Before did he? I feel I don't know. I mean there was a big there was a big dog and yeah, pony I show that. like this. I just don't I, I remember mean, the dog and pony show. I don't remember exactly. I'd have to look it up to see if he actually officially announced, but then there was a show after that, wasn't there? Right. <laughs> that was the whole point all right okay now i can feel a little better now if i know that this is just for sure sh- like he's going to drop out in a month and then i
2: thought for sure that he would be actually throw it. that's why i was thinking that i don't think he ever threw his hat actually in the ring before it was always just the outskirts of the yeah, ring and then yeah. it was like and hey, don't forget to watch this yeah yeah, that makes sense. And that don't forget big, to come to Trump Plaza. It's luxurious. Yeah, that Has might make me keep my you.
3: sanity for a few minutes. And by the way, Jeff, what's the, uh, I mean, a, it looks like there may be some sort of an announcement here. I mean, we have a podium just we right, do. right off the set here with some flags behind we do. it. Which well,
2: is, we're going we're gonna to hear Donald Trump's announcement. So, uh, well, and listen, I know you better. were upset today, Dan. Yes. But yes. I don't want you to feel bad because people need to run, be able to run for president of the United States. Okay? They need to feel that they can run for president of the United States. And with, if Donald Trump can run for president, anyone can anyone run can for run president. For it. But,
3: of I, but I don't know what the podium is so, all about, but if we do have an announcement, if there's anything breaking, we will be sure to cut right to it and, and bring it to first. So, the So Absolutely.
2: the blaze it's big stuff. But,
3: but Trump, so let's go to the uh, Trump. Do we have a shot of, of Donald making the big announcement today uh, that
4: he is running for president of the United States? We need somebody that literally will take this country and make it great again.
2: Thank you. Yes. We can do tell that. I don't agree and with that.
4: I will tell you. I love my life. I have a wonderful family. Beautiful. They're saying dad You're going to do something that's going to be so tough. You know, all of my life I've heard (laughs) that a truly successful person, a really, really successful
2: person, and even
4: modestly successful, cannot run for public office. Just can't happen. And yet that's the kind of mindset that you need to make this country great again. It is.
2: It is. Ladies
4: and gentlemen.
2: Oh.
4: Oh. I am officially running for president of the United States, and we are going to make our country great again. He never yes. did say
5: 2016, though. No, he
3: didn't. And we're going to make our country great, and season 27 of The Apprentice premieres tomorrow night.
2: of <laughs> the news show, Trump Tower on the border. Oh, yeah, He I never mean, did say 2016. He didn't say 2016. That's good. Yeah, I'm running for president. This, I'm running for president.
3: What a nightmare, though. We need somebody who can turn this country around, as if none of the other 87 people on the list are able to do it. I mean, no, no they're not. Yeah. I, I've got a whole list here that we can go down here as the show goes on, um, and, and we can kind of evaluate some of these some of these candidates that are on the list because. Ninety percent of them aren't even Republicans, so it's or not even very conservative. I've got a ranking here, and Chris Christie, who hasn't announced, um, is he's actually scores on the negative.
2: He actually scores on the
3: liberal side of the list
2: because zero is the breaking. I don't know. He might be able to. I think he might be able to do okay. I don't know that he could win, but he could definitely. He's one of the ones that could come down to the wire, right? And but see, this is my big problem with all of
3: these uh, Republican. you know races lately is that that 's what it comes down to can hey, they can win everyone immediately panics when we get in this mode of getting close and um, they say who who is it we can win who who can win who is the best chance of winning that 's the argument right. that I am so done with right now i am i can 't even tell you how done I am with that argument. Jeb Bush gave his speech yesterday and and uh, it was you know good speech or whatever, but I just the I, Spaniard, I, Jeb Bush. <laughs> I think so. He did make sure he showed everyone that he could speak Spanish. He always which, did.
2: Now he did that as governor, though. To be was, fair to Jeb, he Jim.
3: did. He did. He, he did. always did all his press but,
2: conferences and everything in Spanish and the, as
3: well. and the progressive media. And the progressive media. Oh, was, you know. Any of the storm reports. Oh wait a minute! It looks oh. like. I'm sorry, we've got a we've got a breaking announcement here. It looks like we have yeah. uh, someone's making an announcement right now. It looks like we have another person throwing their Are hat at the ring.
5: Yeah, do you mind if I interrupt here? I just uh, the moment's up, right, yeah. No is that all right? I, I okay. guess, well not Go ahead. I just want to thank everyone for um, watching this historic announcement that's happening right now historic. on your television, on your computer, your smart device. See, I grew up in America. My mom, she grew up in America She's a great American, just like my dad, a great American Jeff, do we know what this <laughs> is? It's yeah. much like I you probably just on. like your story.. Is this because this is the classic American story. But now America's not doing so great. America's dead. America's dead? And Obama is holding the bloody knife. <laughs>
2: <laughs> really?
5: We've got a lot of work to do, obviously. And I think everyone knows we need to start by fixing map inequality.
3: Map inequality? Yeah. How about
5: that? Some people that is don't a big have issue. maps.
3: That is big you
5: issue. know this.
3: This guy like, may have my votes.
5: So I say we just abolish maps completely abolish maps this is an interesting yeah. platform you figure out where you're at you know everybody needs to be on equal footing no gps nothing like that
2: so let's see if there's an so, applause side of is there, yeah. applause there. my
5: current job as a radio producer uniquely qualifies me uh, to be the next president of the united states and like ronald reagan always said win one for the gipper thank you thank you oh no No, no, please. No, you can actually hold your applause because I I have a few prepared remarks that will definitely sound spontaneous, okay? As your next president, I would never pander to anyone. No voting blocks, no early primary states. And as a side note, this is just a coincidence, guys. I want to point out that my dog's name is Iowa, okay? New Hampshire is uh, my favorite uh, of the new states. And I wear the South Carolina state flag for the fun of it. <laughs> God bless the metric system. So, so are, you are you announcing? Oh. Well, I thought that goes without saying.
3: No, it didn't, but okay. But all right, so it looks like we've got a number in the Write me in. So make that 24 candidates. We've got They're 24 candidates right now. But this is about how we... I forgot to applaud. This is, yeah, good job. Good job, Keith. So, I mean, this is about the Wait, Wait, we have another? No, not really, but we could, I, well, I guess... Hello, and I mean, uh, thank you for watching this uh, historic announcement on your television, computer, or if you're a youngster, your, your smart device. <laughs> that was uh, I grew up in a teepee. Uh, my mom was a seamstress. My dad was a pipe fitter. And it was a classic American story. Uh, but now America isn't doing so great.
1: America's dead, and Obama is holding the bloody knife. This
3: just sounds very familiar. It sure I don't does. Know. I don't know We've got, got know.
1: a lot of work to do, and I think it's, uh, everyone knows we have to start by
6: fixing the environment. Uh, well, well.
3: It's not and my current job as a me, camera
6: yeah. operator uniquely qualifies me to be the next president. Okay. <laughs> and like Ronald Reagan always said, stuff happens from be, did he say? Well, to like let that? to out. That? Can someone get that? Every single day. That's, that's why I'm officially running
3: for president of the, president the, of the, of the United yet. States. All right. Well, we've got Thanks. another one in. We've got wow. another my <laughs> one in. <laughs> 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 That's good, Tim. So we've got two. now. I, I'm sorry, on. I have to update my list here. That's 23, now 24 running for president. This look, is about look, how, it, no, no, how bad it's getting. It, I mean, is, it is getting just, really
0: bad because...
3: I, that, uh, I have
0: a very important announcement to make. We have another one. another one. Hello. Thank you for watching this historic announcement on your television, your computer, <laughs> or if you're a youngster, on your smart device. Uh. That was the same. They just did it again. I don't I grew up in here. a small hut uh, outside of uh, rural Tippecanoe. Um, my mom, my mom was was actually also our our pet dog. It's a little ah. confusing. It doesn't make much sense. Wow. I understand, but it it sort of uh, affords me a unique perspective. Yeah. Um, my dad was just a normal guy, unemployed, uh, and it was the classic American story. But now America isn't doing so great. As a matter of fact, America's dead, sounds, and Obama is holding, that's holding the bloody knife. That's, I've heard that bloody <laughs> li- knife line before. I don't know where. But. It's a good line. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a lot of work to do. I think everyone knows we have to start by fixing the plumbing and electrical systems. Oh um, yeah, My traffic. current job as a designer uniquely qualifies me to be the next president. It does? And like Ronald Reagan always said, always wear clean underwear in case you're in an accident. Ah,
2: That's did. a good line, line.
0: I try to, to live that, yeah, that out <laughs> each and every single day, and that is why I'm officially running for president of the United States wow. in 2016. All right. right yeah.
2: just so we're cool. I'll, I'll tell you what. That's right. I said his mom was a dog, so he's definitely gender. I mean, he's like yeah. all kinds of gender That's questioning. That's true. So we're not sure who he is or what he is. But is this not what
3: it feels like when we're watching the GOP 2016 It definitely feels like that, and especially after out. today I mean, with Donald Trump. It's ridiculous.
2: Uh, Donald Trump announcing that he's going to finally run for president of the United States. He didn't. Oh, jeez, we've got another one. Uh, gentlemen, another one? Uh, might I uh, please steal a second of your time? So never
7: This ending. is
8: going to be the 20th, but go ahead. Well, Everyone uh, thank- else is doing it. You may as well, too. I think, thank you. Thank you for your time. Uh-huh. Uh, well, sure. Sure. Hello, and thank you for watching this historic announcement on your television, computer, or if you're a youngster, uh, your smart on device. Your smart device. Oh my God! How did I know this uh, Yes, sir. Um, I grew up on the. <laughs> oh, like they street. downloaded the same speed. We're listening. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah. no, no Go on. Sorry. I grew up on the mean streets of uh, inner city Detroit, and my mom wow. was a professional VCR repair woman. And my Ooh. dad was a, uh, he was a transgender, actually. And it, it, it was the classic American story. But now Today, yeah, America story. isn't doing so great. Uh, oh, okay. America is dead. Oh, my gosh. And Who's holding the bloody knife? It's our VHS. I think we all know that it's Obama. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Like but this. we've got a lot of work to do. Um, yeah. I think everyone knows we need to start by fixing all the broken VCRs in uh, America. I mean, I think, I think that's where the root of our problems no start. No question about that. We, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we need mm-hmm. to get back thinking. to the old lifestyle that we all used to live. Um, my there. current job as a uh, professional wall painter with doing some camera work on the side, uh, I think that qualifies me to be the next president.
2: I think it uniquely qualifies. I think it does too.
8: It does uniquely. It does Exactly. Does so, so are and, you running? Like Ronald Reagan always oh, said. that's
3: right. I forgot about
8: this part. Um, when in Rome. <laughs> Thank you. Wow.
3: Congratulations. So you Congratulations. are officially running.
8: I am officially running,
2: yes, President of the all United right. States. All right, thank you. He's cool. got 25. Gotta get that in. You can't let him walk no. away you can't, without actually saying the words.
3: Now, the VCR repair thing, though, I think that's key. I think that's going to play well in the uh, GOP oh, primary. Oh, people are going to feel so uh, bad. Yes. For his
2: mom. Going out of work. <laughs> I'm not quite sure what ginger questioning is. Well, what
3: Obama would do, you know, how he always wants to take away the ATM machines and uh, oh, he's saying they're taking away yeah. jobs. So look, I mean, why, why take away all these digital devices that are taking away this guy's mom's job? I mean, uh, wait a minute. Hello. Oh, we have another We have
8: another,
3: another announcement. announcement? We
8: have another announcement. Yes. Yes. Uh, my
5: name is Reyes. I'm running for President of the United States. All right. We got another one right
4: there. And what else would you Reyes.
8: Hola, mi, buenas tardes. Mi nombre es Carmen. Eh, yo vengo a postularme para Presidenta de los Estados Unidos.
3: Is <laughs> she <laughs> I
4: voted, voted
2: for that thing.
3: That's a, that is an interesting ticket. I don't know how that's going to play out on the ballot. Like, what do they do? Like, do you just put both the names on there and they're like one? Yes. Like, that's okay. exactly what you do. Right, that's good. So that's that's, that's going to play good. well with and the, uh, you know, with the with the Spanish vote. Don't with the, pay attention. Latin to, America. Don't pay attention
2: to that whole. got to be born in the U.S. thing. That's, <laughs> uh, oh, oh no. Uh, I mean, I
3: thought we <laughs> hit. Is this? Is this? Are we serious, Murray? Murray, are you? You know what? At this point, I think Murray would probably be a top contender in the polls. For Murray, would you like to make an announcement? Murray, are,
2: do you have a Ronald Reagan quote for us or something? <laughs> <laughs> are you are you gender questioning? I, he doesn't appear interested. He doesn't appear that he's gender questioning either. I think Murray knows no. that he's a dog.
3: Now, well, thank you to all the candidates, and uh, I think everyone should take a little bit of a tip from Murray and just maybe they shouldn't go to the podium and make the
2: announcement. Just wander off? Just wander off. Please
3: just wander off. Is Murray the actually the
2: last one? I mean, we really seriously don't have any more people that are going to run because I, I say roll them up. I'm okay with eternity. it. I'm okay with it. That's the less show we have to there, do. And there might actually be a human being in that lineup that might be a
3: hell of a lot better <laughs> than the people that are on that list you I have in front of you, I'll tell you that. I'm being 100% serious here. I think I take every person on that list. I, actually, this is not even. This isn't even a question. This is clear. Like I take every person on that list and the dog over Trump in, in, as as the president of the United States. Oh, Ser- I'm, I'm dead serious. I would rather have a dog in the office because at least then he couldn't do any damage.
2: I tell you what. If that dog can come out here and go to the bathroom right here in front of us <laughs> right now, he can be president of the United States. I'll vote for him. <laughs> Sounds good, to me.
3: But I do want to go through. Yeah, well, he's nice. But I do want to go through this list at some point here uh, in
2: this hour of um, all the different candidates. we'll, do it, we'll do it. At Let's it. take a break and yeah. we'll, we'll go through it. And uh, if you want to participate, you can use it by dialing that telephone you have 888 727 B E C K. patents Stu without patents
7: Are you looking to save 50, 60, even 70% on your phone bill? Well, here's a tip. Broadvoice.com. Hi, it's Brad Staggs of Blaze TV here. Broadvoice offers high-quality phone service for only $8.95 a month. You may ask, how can I save so much money? What's the catch? Well, the secret is the technology. Broadvoice uses VoIP technology that takes analog audio signals from your phone, turns them into digital data, and then transfers them over the Internet. do what we did here at Blaze Radio. Make the switch today at broadvoice.com or call 888-332-8036. 888-332-8036.
2: Oh, wow. Yet another, another, another person hey. running for president of the United States of
3: America. Thank this, you. This is my favorite candidate so far. Piper, yeah, I'm voting for Look at that. Yeah, we won't.
2: <laughs> Thank you. You don't need to say anything more. Nope. You no, got my you vote. No, you don't need to say anything more. We're going we're gonna to vote for you. Yeah, don't, that,
3: worry. don't worry about the birth certificate, her, Mom. We'll, we'll just take it for oh, granted. That's good. She's Plus 35. Her Ronald good. Reagan
2: quote was the best.
3: Her Ronald Reagan quote was the best. <laughs> and, oh, at this point, that is about the... I'm not even kidding. That is the only thing... Seeing a cute baby like that is about the only thing that makes me excited for a, a candidate. <laughs> I mean, I just... I, are you with me? I can't take it. I, I, I'm oh immediately dismissive of yes. almost all of them. The only two I'm not is uh, Rand, Paul, and Cruz, just because I feel like they're... And Cruz, to some degree, like I like, I agree with most of his stances. So on that, I like him. But I still feel like he has that percent of politician. He does. Thing. Well, so does. Rand, Although he clearly though. takes stands. I mean, and so does Rand. Rand played Rand the game a little sure. bit. Oh my gosh! But yes, to Rand me, those guys are so there. far outside the mainstream Republican and the and the establishment Republicans hate them. So that is well, a I huge tell you, Rand point is looking, in my book.
2: Rand is looking a lot better these I, days. Rand is so much
3: different than the other ones. Uh, yes. I, I almost think I have to go. I think that's where I'm at right now. He's the only one I actually get excited for. And if you actually look at this, 538 did a uh, did a little kind of a plot chart here. On I don't know if you got if y'all have it or not, um, but uh, it just basically you know charts who's the most conservative, uh, and it, with all a bunch go. of people from George W. Bush all the way back. And um, oh, we got it up there. Great. Look at where Rand Paul is. That red dot there, that's the uh, congressional voting record. You know, the other colors are public issue statements, so like what they're saying in the press. Uh, and then I don't, I don't really know how they measured fundraising, but the black dot's the average combined score. So uh, you look at Rand Paul, and he's, his black dot is only beaten by Barry Goldwater, but his red dot, his actual policies, way off the chart. Tr- I mean, they're like almost 100% conservative. You see that red dot way down there on the on the bottom right for Rand Paul. Uh, but you look at guys that are up there. Like, where's Jeb Bush? Look at Jeb Bush. I mean, they've got him highlighted on that. Look how far over he is. He's down in like the 30s. And uh, and Chris Christie, who has not announced yet, but uh, I don't know if he will now at this point with so many people uh, man, in the field. He, you think? It, it's good. But getting, look at where it's his dot is. Almost too late. His his public issue statements, how he's talking to the public. He's actually in the negative zone for. He's on the liberal side. That zero kind of is the point where you go from. Even being considered a conservative over to a liberal. And <laughs> his dots on the liberal side. And Scott Walker has not
2: announced officially, right? Scott Walker. Well, on the list, Paul no, Ryan I think said that. No. Isn't Scott Walker in? I don't think Walker has announced officially. I mean, somebody's got to check that. I, I mean, I've lost
3: track of all Rick these. Rick Perry has. I thought Scott Walker did. Maybe um, I don't know. But yeah. Scott Walker is doing very well. Um, in a lot of the polls. And, and you know what? The jury is out on him for me. I know he's been great on a couple of issues. He's done great on the economy uh, up there uh, in Wisconsin. And, um, but you know what? I thought the same thing about Chris Christie at the beginning. Mm-hmm. The first thing I saw of Chris Christie was when he was taking on the teachers unions in New Jersey. And he was amazing. He'd stand up there. It'd be a, it'd be a whole room full of teachers going, why? Teachers love to teach and, you know, and it was the, the classic sappy, you know, uh, you know, Sally Muck and Futch argument, you know, where it was like, and it was this teacher standing there going, why do you want to cut our salaries? We're teachers and we love children. And, uh, and he just stands up and he goes, we don't have the money
2: sit down period but we did have the money but we did have the money for all those solar panels that we had to stick on every pole in new jersey as you drive by on the trains right make keeping new jersey beautiful (laughs) with the uh solar
3: panels on the telephone poles but but my point is he was he looked great in the beginning you're thinking this guy's amazing and then he just goes liberal on every other thing and you can see they haven't thought things out and then they land in this progressive space i mean ben carson's the same way i mean he's kind of s.e cup just did a big article on him i didn't didn't, I saw the headline, didn't read the whole thing yet. But Carson, you know, on this program, on Glenn's program, uh, actually said, you know, something about the Second Amendment that kind of raised some eyebrows. Did, Everyone was I like, oh, what? Uh, he was like, well, look, I'm for, like, some. I mean, obviously, you don't need a, you don't need a rifle, one of the crazy <laughs> assault rifles. I mean, who needs one of those? <laughs> okay, we, we need to sit down and talk about that one. Do Dr. you really Carson. need one? But, but, uh, Do you need the, an assault rifle, then? yes, for the zombies, they're coming, Jeffy. And That's we, a good we all point. need, never to, mind. Yes, see, I knew you'd be on board with that. Um, but, uh, so none of these guys are excited. Like, Christie's on the liberal side of things. Oh, I my mean, gosh. uh, has anyone figured out there in the control room if Scott Walker? I mean, this is ridiculous that I don't know this, but this shows you how much I'm I sure, don't care I'm about these sure candidates right now. Announced. He's yeah, not officially, he not officially in. It. okay, announced. but he's doing very well in the polls and everything, so I've got to imagine that he's he's uh, considering doing it. but Rand Paul is about the only one that excites me. I mean, Rick Perry. Where are you on Rick Perry? I like Rick Perry. I mean, if he, if he can
2: come out strong, he needs to. He needs to come out. We talked a little bit about this when he uh, went official. I think last week. Um, he uh, he needs to come out strong, and I mean, fighting. No question, no hemming and hawing, no evidence of his screw up in the debates last time. Ever. All right. Don't even attempt to make a listicle of your policies.
3: Just don't do it because you're gonna. Here's the. Uh, here's my problem with Rick Perry. Is do we have. A, if you guys have a sod of him of his announcement, if you could cue that because he sounds exactly and has I the know. mannerisms exactly like George W. Bush. I it's know he does. unbelievable.
2: And, and, and Ted, I can't watch Ted it. Ted Cruz be has saying, that problem too.
3: He could be saying I'm going to give. Uh, you know, a five million dollar you know cash bonus to every American. I'd be like,
2: nope, not doing it. I know Ted it. Cruz falls into that category too. Ted sounds more like Dana Carvey doing George W., <laughs> but uh, you know, it's the same thing. Does it's that really? same Texas thing. Yeah, it's really bad. So that's
3: a Texas now, thing. Ted,
2: it is a Texas thing. Ted actually has worked a little bit better at it, and he's trying. You know, he's gotten away from it.
3: Ted's just got a different like inflection. Uh, listen, me saying Ted. Yeah, you know, Ted. Ted, me and Ted, you know. Ted. Uh, but uh, he does have like a different inflection that when sounds. When you talk to more... Rick
2: about his uh, inflection, what do you have to say?
3: <laughs> oh, you know, Rick was—he uh, was like, "I'll work on that." <laughs> but he—he he has the same manner, like he has the he same like gunslinger does. type Rick tone is, that Ted. R- just Bush as bad as W. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's unfortunate. So if he could change his entire speaking pattern,
2: he's got a shot.
3: He's got a shot in my, of my getting it's my be a vote. a
2: completely different human being, and you've got a shot, Rick. No problem. Yeah.
3: The other thing that sucks about running today is that you get these, the, what I call the macaca moments. If you'll recall, the guy from uh, Virginia, I can't think of his name right now, but he got caught saying macaca on camera. He called, he's like, look at this guy. He's like, someone, someone was heckling him. And he goes, look at this guy, some macaca over here. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a great word, and I don't remember the macaca You don't moment. remember the macaca oh, that's moment? that's fantastic. I don't know if it was on tape the but it was, uh, or not, but... Uh, but but he was just done after that. He was like this huge front. They were saying like he's going to be the next guy after after Bush to run and and uh, and do a great job. And he was really good on everything and like you know solid conservative and a you know younger guy and uh, you know attractive wow, and all the rest. The and Makaka came and that was the end of that. That's so gosh, starting, oh, I not think of his name because right
2: we had now, W, w you know, on tape while he was running or just before he was going to announce saying you know calling calling people assholes. Remember that? He was on stage and it was on tape and he was calling people or calling reporters. But I think everyone can can. can, uh, hear. Because that's what he said. I, yeah, I think everyone can agree that
3: journalists are, they fit the definition a lot of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, he was just calling some random guy that was standing there that was heckling him, which in the hecklers are annoying, but you know what? Yeah, come on, you got to be able to
2: deal with that. Well, I, I, I want to hear the macaque moment. All right, well, we'll find, <laughs> we'll, we'll search for the macaca moment. But, I can't uh, believe I don't, I don't remember this. But my point
3: is how stupid we're becoming right. as a society where one guy can say one thing, and if it makes a nice snippet to go around on the news, you're done. So Rick Perry, with the with the you know when he was like, I got three policies that or three departments I'm going to shut down. One, I'm going to shut down that uh, uh, you know the IRS two, or something. And the uh, well we'll get back to that list later. Not important. I'm just going to shut them down. Don't worry about it. Four points. One <laughs> B. That's it. I don't remember the other two. Like the only way you can pull that off is if you're Joe Biden. I mean, remember Joe Biden? He's like, I got a three-letter word for you: J O B S. That's four, for Joe. That's like, ah, Joe. that's just Joe. Joe being Joe, that's Joe a- being Joe. But everybody else, your career is over. So, so, so right now, right, so, front runners, we have what? Rand Paul, Ted but, Cruz, actually in the Jeb polls Bush. Let's see in the in the Real Clear Polls. Uh, I mean, the, the Jeb Bush is actually winning the the average. The, yeah, you know, uh, Real course. Clear Politics does a does a good job of breaking down all these polls. They they list all the different polls: Fox News, CNN, an Quinnipiac. And uh, so from the from the date time uh, uh, the dates between five nineteen and six fourteen, uh, Jeb Bush is wow. is winning the overall average of all of the polling. Wow. By, by, by a slim margin, but he is ahead. So, that's amazing. You just know it's coming because I've had all these theories as to why are there so many people in the field, and I have my theory, and I'm, I'm interested to hear if you have one. But uh, and I don't know that my theory is all that groundbreaking, but uh, but I do have a theory of because you know that most of these guys know that they have absolutely zero chance of winning. I mean, Lindsey Graham well, announces, no, you Graham. are not winning, Lindsey. No,
2: Lindsey does, doesn't have a chance. He just believes in himself, and he might, he believes does he? he can Does ma- he believe in himself? I think he does, yeah, I think he does. I think he thinks so, he yeah. can, he might, he might be able to be vice president, no. right? He'd make a, make a hit for vice president.
3: I think the more likely scenario with Lindsey Graham is that some, Boehner or somebody, McConnell, comes to him and says, hey, look, we need to flood this field with some people, and we need to dilute this vote. So that uh, our guy can get through and win. And I just don't see really any other reason why. I mean, one other, I was talking to another guy here this morning, and he was saying that it's the financial. So Lindsey Graham now, you know, will get this big boon on his speaking tours because, hey, presidential candidate in 2016. But there's 25 guys. I mean, it's like. Dang! I mean, I could probably just walk outside and I listen to people talk, and I'd probably hear a GOP. I'd probably just <laughs> by by percentages, I'd just run into a GOP candidate somewhere and that hear them possible. talk for free. It's it ridiculous. It is possible,
2: but those. So, but so I'll I don't, give I don't you know the five by, by the financial thing. Well, I don't know. I'll give you. I kind of think that you're to flood the flood the market a little bit, and then just overwhelm everybody so that your guy just kind of floats.
3: Because yeah, then Jeb can go through with eight percent.
2: You know, he can get ten well, that percent. that was right. That was the point of of Huckabee, right? Because Huckabee takes yep. away from uh, the religious vote that Cruz might right. get.
3: Because remember, I think it was Huckabee that screwed over Romney the first time around back in 08, because that's what enabled McCain to sneak through. There you because go. Huckabee came in, and R- Romney would have uh, crushed Taken McCain that. in that first thing, but then there came Huckabee into Iowa, and right. all those crazy Iowans there said, oh, we love Mike Huckabee,
2: do you? do you <laughs> well was, oh, i mean Iowa. that was after they were cured from diabetes
3: and i hate can My i like i
2: could be cured
3: uh i am so close to just i remember that call glenn got a bunch of years ago the guy that was just like ejecting himself from the whole system the he was so he was so mad ed from connecticut i think i am uh,
2: this is such a weird
3: thing but i I remember
2: ed from connecticut but i can't remember the macaw moment
3: <laughs> the <laughs> macaca moment um, but uh, I'm I'm almost to that point. I really am because it's just absurd at this point. The the you know the people who are who are coming in there. I mean, um, who was the last guy we were just talking about? I can't even remember now. Lindsey Graham. Yep. Uh, uh oh, and, and Huckabee coming through. I mean, these guys have zero chance of winning. It's just it's just all fraudulent. Oh, I know what I was going to say the uh, the the stupid primary system. This is another beef oh, I have. I lived in Pennsylvania for until I just moved down here. And the last two elections I had to suffer through in Pennsylvania and by the time it got to me it was over. McCain was already the nominee. See. This I mean, we need a national it's primary. I'm just gonna come out and say it. We need a national primary. I'm sick of Iowa. Is that your format? Yes.
2: You're running on that platform? I, we'll be right back. I might I still. might need
3: to run. I, I hold on, I need to walk over to the podium you here. To make announcement. Get <laughs> <one>. <laughs> 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 no, because then I'd have to shoot myself. Um, No, we don't want that. Stop, Dan. Don't walk over there. I'm irritated.
2: Welcome to it, Pat and Stu, with no Pat and Stu. 727 beck is the phone number if you want to participate. We were talking a little bit about the uh, latest uh, polls and who is in and who isn't in on the GOP race. And, of course, we had Donald Trump joining into the race today, which... Thank God. Listen. Thank God. Okay. There. Oh.
4: I am officially running... For President of the United See, States,
2: tell me and we somebody. are
4: going to make our country great again.
2: Think about it. And not 2016. Maybe I might run again in 2020 or something. <laughs> hey, nods yep. Mm-hmm. So you were saying in your poll outlook that he didn't even show up on the polls. Now, that no. could be, in my estimation, is because nobody thought he was actually going to run. Now, oh, yeah. wait for the now that he's in, wait for, his for next the next poll.
3: The Trump bump, baby. I mean, it's coming. Uh, but I first, first, I wanted to just say, you hear that crowd, they were pretty raucous. Were they you, were. They were yelling and, uh, and hollering. I don't I'm think sure. I've ever met anyone who's excited about a Trump candidacy. Who, who did they find to go to a Trump event and cheer for him to be president? I mean, that's.
2: Well, first of all, he's not letting just anybody into the Trump Tower to make his announcement because it's a very luxurious Trump Tower. Oh, yes, made with the
3: the finest brass and gold fixtures that you can find. He got it it
2: in his, uh, they're the finest golf courses in his. Of course he can stay in the finest golf course. He is the the worst with that.
3: But, yeah, he doesn't show up on half of these polls. I mean, I'm just looking through here on the, uh, let's see, uh, most of them here. His overall average is 3.6, while Bush, who has the lead, is at 10.8. So, um, can't believe
2: Jeb Bush. But he
3: doesn't show up polls. on. Uh, I mean, maybe they just didn't have wow. him on the poll. I don't know. I didn't read into all these polls, but right. his highest one's a five, and that was a Fox News poll. Which Fox? Come on, come on, Fox viewers, really?
2: The it's Trump God, they, thing. They, I, they love Donald <laughs> Fox. I mean, they love him so much. Some I'm days just, he can't even make it to the studio, but they have him on the phone. This this happened to me. You know,
3: this happened to me in twenty twelve. I, I got I got depressed. I have to admit, I got depressed when the candidates started coming out. It was the same thing Trump Trump announced or did whatever he did. And I just can't take it. I can't United take states. it. I want to be like Ed from Connecticut, and I just want to get out of the system. I mean, we have Iowa. Our stupid candidate is decided by three, two dumb states. Obviously, South Carolina is a nice state. You have nice weather and nice beach and everything else. New Hampshire... I mean, I guess it's a nice place gonna, to go and hide hope. for a while. But, I mean, what do, they don't care about politics up there. They're all hiking in the mountains and skiing. And uh, So what should know. we do about it, Dan? Go. National primary, Jeffy. <laughs> and in my first term as president, I'll get that overturned. But first, I'm going to have to suck up to Iowa, New Hampshire, and South Carolina right. in order to get, we'll get there and in order to change it and then stab everyone in the back after I... I'm not stabbing them in the
2: back. I'm just uh, letting them know that uh, we used them in a different way last time than we're going to use them this time. Yeah. I mean, you know it's
3: bad when John Stewart does a bit and did you see the Iowa bit where he showed all the Republicans sucking up to yeah, uh, I, I don't the watch Stewart the bit. show but every hey, now sorry. and then every one of on my feed is... I apologize for is...
2: missing the John Stewart bit on Look, Iowa but, oh, this is what I this is oh, I wish I seen it. I'm
3: there with you. What I'm telling you is this is how bad it is is that I'm watching a John Stewart bit and I'm going, "Yes!" because it's all these morons coming into what? Iowa and going and talking about pigs and on motorcycles and it's just stupid. And that's why it's not
2: uh, when we had Rick Santorum when they made such a big deal about Rick Santorum having one person for the first 10 minutes and then three people total for his little for his little gathering. Um he's in a small county in Iowa. I'm sure it happens to, <laughs> to everybody there. Yeah. Right. Right. But I just don't if you're doing your if you're
3: making your vote choice like, this is my view of Iowa, and maybe it's just the media's fault because Uh-oh. this is what they show you. Uh-oh. It's, you get these candidates come out there, and then you, the, the people gather around, and they sit and they listen to these candidates talk, and then they vote for who has the best slogans that sound the most like an Iowan would sound. If that's how you're voting, Iowans, and this is how we're getting our presidential candidates, the system needs to change. I'm just saying.
2: What? I, I mean, will not at, have you bad the great state of Iowa like I'm that. not bad. Those people are fine, hard-working Americans. They gave us John McCain
3: for crying out loud for, for in 2008. And then, you know, I'm not sure that there was a better one than Romney in 2012. I don't know that. I can't even remember who. That, it was like Trump and everybody else. So I can't complain too much <laughs> about Romney in 2012. I wasn't in love with it, but, I mean, there wasn't any really better options. But, um, but let's look at some of the polls, and uh, I will further sink down into my uh depression. Go ahead and get into and your depression before I,
2: if you cause because if you start sinking me in depression, we're breaking. So go.
3: <laughs> we just uh we'll just have to start. Uh, okay. So the first poll, Bush overall is up by zero point two. Pretty close. So he's at ten point eight, Walker's at ten point six. Again Walker hasn't even announced, but Rubio's at ten. And then Carson at nine point four. Wow. So this, this is the this is the overall order. Because Bush, Walker, and this poll is from where? This is Real Clear Politics takes all of the polls and then they average them together.
2: What if Real Clear uses the uh, Glenn Beck Stubergear uh, Facebook poll? I don't know, but I would like have. to see
3: that poll. If, if you guys got a screenshot of that, we I would love to, to see update, how that compares. We need to update
2: yeah. that poll. Um, is that something again. you can we'll go on about.
3: now and keep voting you can. on it, like continuously? Well, thing? you can
2: vote on it once, and then uh, when he re when he reissues issues it, re-issues it. Yeah, he needs, page, to re- st- soon yeah. needs to get on that, or Natasha, or somebody. Yeah, Stu needs to get on that, Natasha. Next month. Next month.
3: We're gonna have we're gonna have twenty new do it this by month. then. Next month.
2: When do we do? Don't, first of all, lose your tone with me. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Look, Murray the dog is going to uh, have begin and end his candidacy before he can get any momentum because you guys take, don't
2: have the poll up. I, we're gonna take a break because I'm not gonna listen to Natasha. I'll tell you that right now. This is Pat and Stu, but I don't don't lose that tone. This is when Jeffy's domestic abuse charges usually begin. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Just uh,
3: welcome back. This is Fat and Dan, as Twitter has labeled us. Um, uh, really, social media's. Yeah, it's just it's been it's been made official. <laughs> just one more quick thing on Donald Trump before I stop talking oh, about boy. this idiot. But he is um, uh, again, according to five thirty eight, they did a little chart. He is the most handi- hated candidate uh, of all time. Wow! Since they've been keeping track of it in like 1980. And he's never uh, he been a candidate, down, right? Right down there. He's right always, there. He's always just hated. hanging around the outskirts of the candidates. I think what this poll says is don't run. Just go home That's and why I'm sit in your brass did. tub or whatever it is you I, do all day. I long. really
2: am surprised he did. I can't believe that he actually said the words that he's running for president. <laughs> but he didn't say, 20, say 2016. I, know. I like that. I like that. All right. So, uh, what are we Our girl, here, Rachel. Next? Yes. Rachel Delezelle. Yes. Uh, uh, um, Gender, racial, racial fluidness. The Fluid racialness. I was white, and then I decided to be black, and then I decided to be white when I was 16 just for a picture with freckles and stuff, and then I decided to be black again. She's white and thinks she's black. You know, there used to, when I was growing up, there was a name for that that I, that I won't she say. She joined the Today Show. Which I, Rachel, I'm here for you. You don't come on the blaze? You go to Matt Lauer? Come on, please. Seriously, we'll give you a far easier interview than Matt Lauer would. So she defended her uh, identity with Matt on the Today Show. Oh, boy. Are you an
6: African-American woman?
9: I identify as black.
6: Obviously. You identify as black. (laughs) Let me put a picture up of you in your early 20s, though. (laughs) And when you see this picture... Is this an African American woman, Look at that show. or is that, that a Caucasian that woman?
9: That's I, not in my early 20s, but um, that's a little younger, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wow, I she looks so picture. black there. Is she a Caucasian because. woman
6: or an African American woman?
9: <laughs> I would say that visibly she would be identified as as white by yes. people who see her. Yes, you're
3: whiter than Larry but Bird, Bird. Time, Yeah, she said visibly she'd be identified, but she didn't feel that. Is African
6: American
9: in that picture during that time, no.
6: Oh.
2: Oh,
3: there was one moment in time where yes. she was feeling air. So
2: that was right. Yes, she felt like she was, she identified with being black, then she went back to identifying being white, then she went back to identifying being black.
3: It's just unbelievable. She went on to talk about blackface in that interview and, like, no, no, I'm not, you know, even though she's clearly trying to, I think, was it in that clip where she said she's been staying <laughs> staying out in the sun on purpose? Like, she's like, look, I'm, I get a lot of
2: sun. Oh, maybe, but she also talked about. Uh, why she deceived the people oh. over the years too with Matt. Let's see what uh, what they have to say. And so when someone said to you back then, "Are
6: you black or white?" and you'd say, "I'm black," you didn't say, "I, d- I identify as right. black." You'd say, "I'm black." When did you start deceiving people?
9: Well, I do take exception to that because it's it's a little do more you? complex than than me identifying as, yeah. as black. It's really not that difficult. said the same thing. Are you thing. black or white? I was actually identified when I was doing human rights work in North Idaho as first transracial and then when some of the opposition to some of the human rights work I was doing came came forward and started, the next newspaper article identified me as being a biracial woman and then the next article when there were there were actually um, burglaries, nooses, et cetera, was this is happening to a black woman and I never corrected
6: Well why didn't that. you correct it? You knew it wasn't true.
9: Well, because because you it's more complex than... You
6: can't correct everything that's you know, written about you in the press.
9: true or false in that particular instance. But
6: the cynics and the skeptics mm-hmm. will say you didn't correct those reports... I didn't correct those reports. ...because it worked for you. Because it helped you meet your
2: goals. Well, yeah. Is that
6: fair? Uh,
9: yes. I don't think... So. I don't oh. necessarily think that's fair.
2: So... You don't, Rachel. You don't, you don't. You she says don't.
3: Her answer to that was, look, it's, it's more complicated than that, Matt. Um, Rachel... Uh, This is a little news flash for you. No, it's not complicated. Your dad and mom are from Czechoslovakian and German descent. You are white. She (laughs) defends.
2: Yeah, she goes out and defends her fake dad here with Matt, too. Oh, yes.
3: Let's see it.
6: There are reports that at times, and at one time in particular, you looked at a friend of yours, a guy named Albert Wilkinson, and and you told friends of yours that he was your father. He is an African-American man who actually. is clearly not your father, <laughs> was that done to enhance your resume as an African-American woman? Or was there another reason for that?
9: There's another reason, yeah. He actually approached me in North Idaho. And, um, you know, we just kind of connected on, a, again, a very... Um,
2: spiritual level. Intimate level
9: Intimate as, level. as, as family. What
6: was going on as, as a family? But why is point out a, an African-American da, 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 man and say that is da, da. my father when That's you know that your father is a Caucasian man?
9: Albert Wilkerson is my dad. And any man can be a father. Not every man can be a dad. Whoa, Think
3: about it. She's dropping That's eggs exactly wisdom right. all over the place, baby. That's Don't forget she's the in stuff.
2: the big uh, she's in the big lawsuit with her real parents over uh, some sort of uh, abuse allegations. And so she doesn't identify with her real parents at all.
3: That's fantastic. I, what I, the other thing I found fascinating about that interview there was, I love Matt Lauer's just, the questioning there was great. He was spot on. But I love how they can't, no, they can't apply that same logic to the transgender issue. It's like, you are white. You're white. What don't you get about that? But they'll look at Bruce Jenner and be like, wow, that is amazing. So tell me again, you have all of the man stuff But you're a woman? Wow. Gosh, I'm sorry I've been so hateful. I've always identified as being a woman. (laughs) You have? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. You you are a beautiful woman.
2: Well. Yeah. I mean, it's not about being beautiful or ugly or or white or black. It's about what I identify with, man. I (sighs) identify with being a woman. Just like your police
3: record, this is a topic I don't want to dive into. It's just just not a place that I'm comfortable going. I'll go either one. Oh, gosh. In fact, can we break a couple of places counting between down
2: records and fees? Patton Stew minus Pat and Stew. Yes. How you doing? Welcome it's to indeed. the show. Dan Andros joins me today on the broadcast. Hello, Dan? friends. Thank Dan's, you, Jeffy. Well, I just wanted to welcome you to the show. Yes. It's good. To, good to have you here. We appreciate it.
3: Yeah. No, it's just like old times, right?
2: It is like old times. <laughs> and yesterday you started a. Uh, a segment that we can do every day called Little Flashback, uh, Glenn Beck Flashbacks, because we've been with Glenn for a long time. Yes, uh, hundred uh, years. It seems like I've been married to him.
3: Yes, it's it's been a roller coaster
2: ride. And, and like, look, I've been with I mean, Glenn it's... longer than I've been with either wife. I think.
3: <laughs> <laughs> either wife, or
2: how many? Yeah, don't don't get me
3: started. I mean, we, with we won't lives. start with the other one. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, and well, we mentioned it yesterday. Though we wanted to uh, before we get into uh, some of the other stories we got coming up. But <clears throat> excuse me, Patrick.
2: Marco Rubio, is that you?
3: <clears throat> yeah, right. No, this is, this, that was Bobby Jindal, wasn't it? <clears throat> um, but no, but uh, wanted to tell the uh, some of the old classic Glenn radio st- uh, stories from back in the day. And
2: you started yesterday <clears throat> with, of course, one of the, the early times of when um, Glenn and I didn't like each other much. Yes, and, which was and, very funny. And yeah, and I mean uh, first day. I found a way in my heart to end up liking the guy, <laughs> okay? will won't admit to liking me, but it's okay. Right, right, it's okay. But one of my favorite bits, so so what we're
3: going to do is just kind of recap a bit, maybe hopefully once a day or something, one of the old classics, but one of my favorite ones this day, and I think I actually might have it on tape somewhere, if I can actually dig it up with all the moves, oh. you know it's it, it's It's an absolute classic but so so somebody had called in, and I think it was a girl, and she was contemplating having an abortion that was, so Glenn had this big well, we
2: had a big thing
3: uh... big long you know segment on it, and was it was really good and you know he was and she was really you know he had her like kind of coming back to the other side like she was convinced she needed to get the abortion, and he had been talking her back, and so then he decides you know after this he's all pumped up, he's all talking about you know uh, the abortion <laughs> stuff, and this is, now remember he's new to talk radio at this point, so now he's just in this mode where he's gotten out of zoo to do stuff. And he's, like, this is the first time he's got a chance to just spend a whole show on, we gotta do stuff. on you know, abortion, you know. And so he had never done it before. So he decides, he's like, we got to do something big. And he says, we are going to air the first ever live. Ab- if people are so for abortion, then we're they should be it. totally cool with us airing an abortion on air live.
2: And so then we had the big <laughs> argument on the air about whether we were going to air the abortion, uh, all of it. From the beginning to the end, you know, be kind of right. boring. We don't want to edit it. We don't want to make it seem like we edited the abortion, but we also don't, you know, there are boring parts of, of waiting for right. anesthesia or whatever. We want right. what parts are we going to do? Right. And so,
3: Glenn. And so, what it comes down <laughs> to is Glenn <laughs> decides to like back then. You, it wasn't like iPhones and stuff. So you had to get the handheld little tape cassette recorder with a microphone, and we tape Glenn doing this Think big dramatic well, setup. And he says, "I went to the doctor's office today, and we did it, and so I'm going to play it, and here we go." And so he's on, and so he's on this thing, and he's like, "We're here at the doctor's office, and uh, here we go. Uh, the patient is getting ready, and he, and he does this whole you know 20 minute setup long, of this thing, it builds long, it up
2: cold hallway. <laughs> yeah, and you know I can just see in the room just through this, w- this small right. window here. Right. The blinds are pulled on the bigger window, but I can just see. <laughs> they just opened the door and went in a little bit, and I can just see as the door closed what's going on
3: in there. <laughs> and then he goes, "All right." And so then finally it builds up to the point where he's going to. He goes, "All right, now they're ready to do it." And so you hear the mic, you know, bump around, and and he gets it all set up, and you're about there. And he goes, "Okay, here we go," and and it's just quiet, and then. We play, well, of course, this is all planned, but we played a, all of a sudden, it comes into a radio clip from one of the other morning, one of the other morning shows in the area, and it was, it was the worst joke we could find. It was like some awful joke. And I remember we had this big decision, we we're like, oh. what radio show do we pick? Because there, right. there was a clear channel cluster there, we were all family of radio stations, and then there were other radio stations. And so we, we said, do we pick... Our, the other station to maybe get sued, or do we just pick, we pick one of ours and we're one good. of ours and we're good? Well, we decided and we made the brilliant choice to pick one of our own stations. We didn't. There's tend no to. off
2: switch on genius, by no. the way. No.
3: And the, the looking back, maybe we should have asked permission and told them what we no, were doing. No, 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 no. Maybe a little safety tip. Uh, so we didn't. That's so anyway,
2: when I so talked to the, the. Always easier to say I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Always. Well, I
3: almost got Trust fired me. that day, so that was really fun. Thank you for that advice You're that you welcome. gave Glenn. No um, problem. But, but anyway, so Jeffy, <laughs> Jeffy was brilliant at this part because, so Jeffy plays the joke, and I wish it was, the, it, was, it was such a bad joke. It was like it, something about M&Ms and the stock market. Oh, it, was, it was really bad. And so we played it, and, and Glenn's like, what happened? He's like, you know, you know, people are calling in saying we didn't air the abortion. We just heard some other radio show. And Jeffy's like, I played the abortion. Played I don't know what you're talking abortion? about. This is an abortion. <laughs> I'm going to play it again. And we play it. A, it's a bad joke again. And we just kept doing it over oh and over and over again. And, uh, the phone line
2: Jeffy! You're not playing the abortion. We're not getting it. All we're getting is this morning show.
3: <laughs> and so I think about half the people probably oh, realized it that so it bad. probably dawned on them at some point that the abortion was I guarantee it, it dawned on the morning show. show. <laughs> and, well, I guarantee you it dawned on them because... No, I remember it. Let, let me tell you what happened. Uh, Augie, Augie, God well. bless him. Oh, Love yes, Auggie. I do
2: remember him. And
3: uh, he was the producer of that show. And we're just cracking up in the control room. Like, this is phenomenal. <laughs> this bit is hilarious. You know, uh, uh, MJ came down the hall. I was like, that was fantastic. That was yeah, the best thing ever It sure was, wasn't it, MJ? So we're all high-fiving each other. And this is just great. We pulled off this epic bit. And... Then I turn around and there's this guy just, he's standing in the back of the room and he's just like this. He's literally just,
2: he's got his sheet, he's just like now I might add, I you know, might add that this person, like this. this guy that you're mentioning, uh, standing there looking like, like that, tried to convince me that he was a comedian at one point. Okay. Now, he's standing there with his little fishing vest down and a piece of paper. There's I'm no not, way this guy was a comedian. I'm not going to disparage ever. the man. He's a very nice man, and I have nothing bad to say about him. He, oh, I my like gosh. Him. But, Did you but, sign uh, an agreement or
3: something? No, uh, he's a nice guy. So, anyway, so then he's just staring at there, and he just looks, and he, it was this uncomfortable silence for about thir- <laughs> 30 seconds. And I'm like, hey. And he just looks at me, and he goes, funny bit
2: and then walked out the door. <laughs> See, and, well, let me add also, we did, now one of the things that happened as well is this morning show, the clip that we aired was when the main hosts were on vacation. They were on vacation, so it was a fill-in. So it, really, it was their morning show, but it wasn't. it wasn't. It wasn't. Okay, but I will say that the main hosts, I didn't think it was that funny. They took it almost worse than Augie did. Did they really? I, I didn't, Nancy? I don't remember that. Oh my gosh! To this day, really? Oh, please. I I think
3: she forgot about that. I think she. I
2: guarantee she has not forgotten about. I'll give you a
3: million bucks that she hasn't forgotten about. that. Wow, but but I had a nice talking to that day because I remember talking to uh, Sue, uh, who we all know and love, and she said uh, and she brought me in there and she said because at the time I said, hey, we're we're going to do this. What do you think? And she goes, do I think it's funny? Yes. Do I think it's a good idea? And just kind of let So left we're doing it, that? move on. So we're doing it, move, no, on, so and, move on. And then so then we had a nice little talking too uh, after that. But it was all good and everything was See? Uh, was fine. It's always easier to say I'm sorry. But there was a moment there where what? I thought that I was going to be the sacrificial uh, lamb. But anyway, so that's a classic Glenn Glenbeck bit. Uh, Glenn Beck bit. Um, it would be fun to post one of these days if I could ever find it. But I don't I know if that that's I a good it. idea.
2: I think on behalf of Stu there, I would say no. Stu would say, "Just a shame you can't find that, because <laughs> I've got DAT tapes, D-A-T tapes that are some shows that are well tremendous shows." Yes, I, no, I'm. And I've I'm fully got some DAT tape shows that are from the parade broadcasts. Look, those are the, the, the Look, the off-the-cuff
3: things. I got it. Well, Glenn, Glenn will readily admit, like the, the one of the first prep sessions I ever had with Glenn. Uh, i was just in his house in his office and we're just going through some news stories of the day and he goes oh yeah it was some like town thing he goes all right we'll, we'll just do a corky on that and i'm like and he goes and then we'll go and i'm like hold on a second i'm like i'm like B- let's let's back up a little bit you you want to do a what a corky on that do, a
2: corky just do a corky he's like
3: yeah 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 corky yeah, from life goes on i'm like I- i'm sorry I- i'm not, he goes no
2: no no trust me it'll be fine it'll be fine Okay. Hey, we did PSAs so, yeah. with Corky. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We, we saved lives uh, Absolutely. With Corky. Okay. Yeah, and the
3: bits were never disparaging to Corky. It was always somebody else. But, uh, but anyway, so those were some
2: classics. That's another story, another we, classic uh, Lentbeck story. Yeah. I will say, I just want to add on, there is not a chance <laughs> that she has forgotten that. <laughs> all right. From Tampa. There is no, gonna, she will go to her grave right. remembering that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to email her if
3: I can find her emailer. Uh, her email, then I'll uh, I'll see. Uh, oh,
2: she'll be uh, guaranteed. She'll be she'll, Somebody'll from, find be out about to it today. She, there's not a problem about that. Fantastic. There's guaranteed. I've got a couple of off-air stories for right. you about but that we, as well
3: I, that I'm not going to share out the air. Yeah, but let's let's get to those in a minute. First, now we've got more Glenn back, uh, who uh, you may have uh, seen oh, last night. If you haven't seen, uh, uh, Glenn who, you know, Glenn was always mocked for, you know, and for his predictions and, you know, and then when he's right, they never come back to it, like for the caliphate stuff.
2: Oh, Glenn Beck was right.
3: My favorite one was the caliphate, and I think, you know, we talked about it on this program, but just the whole, you know, he, Laid out that these guys want a caliphate, and then when it starts coming, they all of a sudden they adopt the, the media adopts the caliphate term like we knew this all along. Oh, uh, prior to these that, ISIS guys, they want the caliphate. <laughs> Meanwhile, it was the very same people right. a year or two earlier making fun of Glenn, Glenn's
2: talking about this thing called the caliphate. What is wrong with him? Glenn well, back at the caliphate, the caliphate. I can't believe he's yeah. talking about it.
3: Well, and they made fun of him again for uh, you know talking about you know economic collapse in Europe, and then here's. The story from, I think, over the weekend, uh, EU preparing for state of emergency after Greek talks collapse. Oh, What? And, and the state of emergency, it's not for uh, global warming or anything like that. It's because they're preparing for economic collapse. And and you know what's crazy? Glenn always says that there's going to be social unrest, and they mock him for that. So, But why would you need a state of emergency if it's just, eh, some people won't have some money? Because there's going to be social unrest. And so, once again... Uh, Glenn was closer than you know, the rest of the media liked to admit, but of course they'll never go back and give him credit for that. So we have to sit here and do it because nobody else will. But and then another thing that we just did recently was Russia back in January. We covered everything that was going on with Putin. Putin went missing just randomly for ten days, and everyone kind of just joked about it and was like, "Well, oh, Putin, no oh, he's up and he's, he's killing missing. bears with his shirt and you right. know whatever else he's doing." But uh, but Glenn laid out the context of. What the most likely reason is this is happening and and the predictions he made back in January were starting to kind of fall into place and
1: so uh, we've got a clip from that show and uh, take a look. This is an episode that we have honestly tried to put together now two or three times and it is a lot of information and everyone else in the media will not give you this information because it is very very complex. Um, but I have my Russian stacking dolls to try to fix and try to teach lessons. Um, this is a critical episode um, that it goes into addition of the episode we did back in January, where we showed you the shocking and quite frankly terrifying developments emerging out of Russia. And it was during our uh, red, uh, red—I uh, mean our root um, episode, Red Storm Rising—which. We are now making all of those episodes available on demand at TheBlaze.com slash Red Storm. Now, in that, we tried to give you history, but there were things that were happening at the time that didn't make any sense. And we said, we're going to have to follow this and watch it because it could be even more dangerous depending on which way it goes. We predicted that one of two things would happen and, and, and they're this. Either Putin would continue his military aggression, and he would start annexing more regions um, throughout Europe, as he did in the Ukraine. Or he would be pushed back, and that would actually anger the more dangerous radical fascists, such as the guy we introduced you to, where's Dugan? This guy, Alexander Dugan, really dangerous radical. He runs the University of Moscow. He is really a bad guy. Um, he thinks that Hitler just didn't go far enough. This guy loves fascism. If this guy gets pissed off, it will lead to even more violence and possibly a coup attempt on Putin. Those were the two things. He either grows and becomes stronger, or things start to split up and he's in trouble. The only thing we didn't know was the timing. How long would it take before all of these Russian stacking those? start to choose sides turns out not very long it's almost as if the kremlin is watching the blaze because just days after our episode aired almost on cue all the dominoes began to actually fall and as it turns out we find out now from the new york times that they are watching the blaze the new ta- new york times reported that putin has hired armies of internet trolls ...to spam and discredit the comment section of a few news sites, one of which was The Blaze. So they are watching. But here's how the series of events began almost immediately. And I want to go over tonight five key moments that we're going to focus on tonight. At the time of the episode, Putin's military aggression was running wild and everybody was in his camp... Especially the radicals. The radical fascists wanted to rebuild Mother Russia again. So here's the first key moment. It happened on February 11th. Suddenly, Putin, who is becoming extraordinarily aggressive, reverses course. For some reason, he backs up. First key moment, he agrees to a ceasefire in Ukraine. Now, here's why that's important. Everybody thinks... Putin now has given up on what he started. You might not, I might not, but all of these guys do. They thought he was going to begin annexing all of the other regions that Russia once had, and they were hoping for more military action, especially these guys. More tanks, more bloodshed, more war. But instead, Putin says, "Yet," and puts on the brakes. That's when the fascist radicals really begin to step up they begin to try to push uh, uh putin into battle and they are now angry that he won't we're talking about alexander dugan is one of the key players it's people like dugan that actually have the ability to start a movement and rally other fascist radicals and possibly stage a coup to take putin out and who doesn't want to see you know fascist and vladimir putin in a bloody battle for power that could be Deadly. Putin knows, because this is a pattern that we have seen with all of the other rulers of Russia in the last hundred years. He knows that by abandoning the military actions, he is putting a huge target on his back for fascist radicals. He knows he's just triggered the Russian Game of Thrones. So, what does he do? Who is sticking with him? Well, we know Dugan is out. Putin's top priority quickly became let's build a coalition to protect my empire. So he brings us to the second big moment, transfer of power from the Federal Security Service to the Ministry of the Interior. What are those? Well, he started to strip the FSB of its power. The FSB is the KGB it's the, the uh, Russian version of the Secret Service. Unbelievably powerful. It shifted, Putin said, no more power for you. And he shifted all of their power, which takes them out with Dugan, and he shifted it over to this, the Ministry of the Interior. The Ministry of the Interior is like our Department of Homeland Security. So you have, like, the CIA and the Department of Homeland Security. He's just stripped their CIA of all their power, and he's given all of that to the Department of Homeland Security. Now, this is our Homeland Security on steroids. They have a 200,000-strong military army, and they have already the CIA-type intel operation. So Putin is putting all of the chips with these guys. Now, here's one of Putin's top henchmen, Uh, Zolotov right? Is this Zolotov? No, which one's Zolotov? I can't see. This guy. This guy, right? Victor Zolotov. Putin's putting him in charge of this organization. Those 200,000 federal troops are now at his disposal. Now, think how handy it would be if anybody decides to rise up. There's a social unrest that happens or internal threat to Putin. All of a sudden, He's got a military guy in charge, who used to be, by the way, his personal bodyguard for years. Putin completely trusts him, needs him now more than ever. Somebody that can run this agency and put any unrest down. Putin knows now he better be watching his back. The, FFs, the FSB and the MVD do not have a good history together. They are rivals, and they are constantly locked in power struggles. So you can imagine they're not happy when Putin gave all the power here. Then, on February 27th, something crazy happened. An outspoken and influential uh, uh, critic of Putin was assassinated in cold bloods on the streets of Moscow. This was in our episode. You remember this? This was the hit job caught on city surveillance cameras. Theories swirled. Many people jumped to the conclusion that this is the work of Putin. We said at the time, we don't know. He is, you know, a Putin critic, and being a Putin critic is kind of dangerous business. And it wouldn't be the first time that uh, somebody uh, was an potent of Putin all of a sudden was killed. Nevertheless, what happened? It's a headache to Putin. He doesn't want to have to deal with this. He's in the news again, having to deny, I slaughtered a political opponent. But what happened immediately after the murder changed everything. And a few, very few people, but our staff did, paid close attention. And it happened on March 8th. Shortly after the assassination of Nemtsov, Putin's new enemies in the FSB claimed they had two suspects. Both of them were Chechens. The first one uh, is uh, one of the president of uh, uh, Chechnya, one of the president's top commanders. So why does this matter? Because the president is Katerov. He's in the camp of Putin. He's not over here. So these guys say the top commander of this man is the one who killed Nemtsov. Mm -mm. It's an implication that this was all set up now by these guys to hurt Putin and potentially uh, unleash retaliation. Well, Putin's ally immediately defended the suspect in custody, saying, that's not true, he's a Russian patriot, he'd never do anything to harm the state, so now he's in this camp. He was desperately trying to let it be known that they were framed. And Putin was desperate as well. He responded by awarding Katerov one of Russia's highest awards, the Order of Honor. So he is strengthening his friends. The world dismissed this assassination as just another chance to joke about Putin, but it appears more likely it is the opening salvo to something much, much bigger. Then, a few short weeks later, the major power structures in Russia... These guys had to choose sides. Are you over here or are you here? It's Putin and his uh, Department of Homeland Security, or it's the former KGB and fascist radicals. Which brings us to the fifth and final key moment. Another one that the rest of the media just jokingly covered. March 6th, Putin mysteriously goes missing for 10 days. At the time, we didn't know why, But when you look at the series of events that we now know happened just prior to his disappearance, the likely reason seems to come clearer into focus. Because if you're Vladimir Putin, you just don't vanish. You're a big doll. You just don't vanish off the world stage for 10 days. Not if you're him. Imagine if the president was not seen. Nobody knew where he was. He wasn't at the White House. He was just gone for 10 days. First of all, a leader like this has far too big of an ego for that. The most likely scenario now is that Putin was being held somewhere against his will. It was a show show of force by the FSB, Dugin, or perhaps another influential fascist radical. They wanted to make sure that Putin got back into the business of taking more land and restoring Russia to her previous glory. Whatever the reason, you can bet that Putin wasn't off writing his memoirs in some remote cabin... Something went down. We don't know what, but it looks like the fascists took him. There's even more evidence that suggests this was part of an ongoing power struggle among the elites.
2: Pat and Stu, minus Pat and Stu, Jeff Fisher here, along with Dan Andros. Uh, don't forget, we've got to get to your uh, little MLM issue, yes, too. I and I've got, I did receive some emails, jeffy at glenbeck.com, j-e-f-f-y at Glenbeck.com, talking about uh, some, some other people's MLM experiences.
3: Yes, I, uh, in case you missed it yesterday, I... Um I, I've got a few people on my Facebook feed right now that are all into a, a new MLM sort of scheme that's, if you don't know what that is, a multi-level marketing and these people get very excited and almost cult-like about a particular product and really the pitch is about roping more people into it and that's how they make money and that's, see, Jeffy disagrees because he's a horrible human being but uh, but anyway I wanted to, uh, before I lay out this whole MLM story um, I wanted to uh, get them your to... stories of your MLM horror, because so, I have one. I have a great one, and it actually involves Stu, because uh, Stu and I childhood friends, and we uh, we may or may not have attempted one of these MLM schemes in our youth.
2: And um, see, you went into it thinking, thinking that it was a scheme. So obviously, you didn't no, work didn't hard enough. Of you didn't believe it. We... You didn't believe in the product. You we didn't spent our own the money services. to buy the
3: stupid package.
2: Then believe in the services. The, and the national work, reminder And you didn't work hard enough at creating. Enough people to be excited about okay. building a life of dreams that you that people want. Enough of your propaganda, your MLM propaganda. But but
3: I realized after I said to, oh go ahead, just email Jeffy that I realized that he's just going to send me back. Have a few emails already. All of a sudden, yeah. Jeffy's creating Yahoo accounts and emailing himself uh, all these MLM all right. success stories. <laughs> so tweet, you can you tweet can it that? at me at Dan Andros, and uh, I will happily uh, you know share your MLM horror story um and failure uh, along with my failed mlm you create story. other
2: email accounts and email stuff to yourself huh
3: as if you know don't know this. that but anyway so we're looking forward to some mlm stories because uh, my contention is of course mlm just doesn't work unless you create the mlm in which everyone that's
2: enjoys. that's nothing could be farther from the truth right
3: except for all of the data shows it but anyway we'll nothing get into this we'll get into this uh later in the totally. week or tomorrow or thursday
2: which covers later in the week. I don't know why I just said the yes, days after I did that. It didn't make any sense. Now, listen, I heard this morning driving in about the prison break in New York. Now, I've been a fan. Look, if you've ever been in prison before, <laughs> as, you well, as have, some people may have, uh, breaking out is a dream, is a dream come true. And these guys in New York broke out, and they still have not found them. And the governor who went there the first day. In fact, they claim now may have... We'll get into the story a little bit about how he uh, he, he shouldn't have done what he did. But he came out yesterday and just said, eh, we don't know where they're at. <laughs> I don't know. They've been gone now. So they did... A female prison worker is accused of helping the two killers escape from the prison. Uh, she apparently had a sexual relationship with both the inmates. Now, how does Surprise. that work?
3: How are you... <laughs> I mean... How is that? I mean, there's a lot of other witnesses around. Like, I don't understand how that sort of a relationship is allowed to flourish. Well, first of all. And that, and all. that uh, like, how does that go on without anyone? Aren't there, aren't there security cameras in these places? Of, uh, there are
2: plenty of rooms without security cameras.
3: Is that the lady? What, what, who's that?
2: Yeah. She's the prison guard. Joyce Mitchell. No. Joyce Mitchell, 51.
3: That's the prison guard? That's...
2: Uh, she... Wow. You're, you're in prison, bro. What do you want? You want the model to come walking through the through the cell door?
3: Well, I mean, you know, I just it just wasn't what I was just expecting. got off the Victoria's Secret I one. we
2: Thought I'd stop
3: by cell block B55. Well, I mean, you'd expect at least a younger person to be a guard guarding violent inmates. I mean, you, oh, they're all clamoring to be guards. You throw grandma in the there yeah. with a bunch of hardened
2: criminals. The youngsters you are all like clamoring to be prison guards, Dan. <laughs>
3: Look, I mean, you see all these female badasses on these TV shows, you know, like in Lost, you had all the. Actually, you know.
2: it's a good gig. It's a good gig to be a prison guard. Those guys got it made. You can, they they grab you blind, selling you stuff all the time. I don't really get that idea. <laughs> so,
3: so why are they calling them the Shawshank guys? Did they did they did they make a hole in the wall like the Shawshank? Did they have the corner cell?
2: Yes, Is this what happened? They, act- they actually uh, they dug a hole in their cell and then they crawled through it all. And I don't have the exact. Uh, there, the original story had exactly where they went because on the way out, they dug a, they dug the hole and and it was behind the bed or the sink in the in the cell, and then they uh, they made it appear like they were in their beds, and they at the end, when you followed their path, there was a little stick post-it note that they had left there saying "Have a nice day." <laughs> <laughs> now, I mean, I know I'm supposed to be against. Criminals and they're murderers, and I don't want them to hurt anyone else. Uh, being out of prison, but it's awful nice when you go. Come on, that's good stuff.
3: Right, it gives. It's, you,
2: it's already a movie.
3: And this sort right? of a th- this sort of a thing gives people like Jeffy hope because he knows when he eventually gets caught for all of the nefarious activity he's involved in and goes to prison, possible. he knows it's possible to escape. Anything now, I would possible. suggest that maybe you you know tone up before you go in, or at least tone up while you're in, so that it's a little easier to navigate the escape routes. Yeah, uh, you I've know. Got
2: plenty of time. I can make the hole big enough. <laughs> if that's what you're getting at. If that's what you're saying, that
3: but it's there's surprising. no fat hole. It's, a, it's surprising that more people don't escape, though. Because if you think about it, you've got this long sentence, you're in there for 50 years or life. Like, What well, else do you have to do and, besides correct. try to escape? And
2: this prison is really old, and it's kind of like they used to call it the New, Siberia of New York or whatever. I mean, it's way out in the middle of nowhere in <laughs> New York. It's really cold. And they said they were trying to figure out where they got the tools because they talked about um all the equipment that they would have had to use and they're trying to figure out where they would have gotten all this equipment. Uh chainsaw not chainsaws but uh hacksaws, bandsaws and other equipment that they had to use that they're like, where did they get it? There's some subcontractors and they obviously they had the help of the guards. Right uh, this guard, this lady and her husband they think was involved now too. And her husband works at the prison as well. Now I don't think her husband is a guard. But he has not been questioned officially yet but she was because part of the deal originally i believe was that they were going to break out with her with her help and then kill him and she was going to run away with them that's what the story is now but they you know so she's lucky to be alive i guess is her way of looking at it but my point is is that the contractors are always at this prison Working on remodeling it because it's so old. So this is where you know there's always all kinds of equipment around, and it would take. It's kind of like it is the Shawshank. You know, it was like yeah. the building is falling apart, so I can just dig through the concrete. Yes. There's hope when you're in prison.
9: Something to look
2: forward to, Jeffy. Seven two seven B E C K. That's Stu. Oh yeah, I gotta tell you about building a dig a little cream or two on this place. <laughs> Pat and Stew. without Pat and Stew, Jeffy and Dan. I know they're calling us other things on Twitter, but I'm not saying it for you. I'm not doing it, okay? I'm not doing it. I can say uh, it. What is it?
3: Oh, Fattened Dan. I think it's a great name. Twitter, you did a good job.
2: Congratulations. I want to wrap up a quick a little bit about uh, Governor Cuomo in New York, how he screwed up. They were really mad at him about the prison break. They, uh, According to uh, multiple law enforcement sources, uh, Governor Cuomo's insistence on being in front and center at the beginning of the search uh, really uh, hindered, hindered the operation. Because he went there, he said, look. I arrived, I want the command center, it's Saturday, and I don't want to even enter the room until everyone has been removed except state employees. So according to the New York Post, Cuomo's aides came in throughout the U.S. marshal, the sheriff, all the others that were able to help coordinate the search effort, and he didn't even say thanks or anything. He just was like, get out, I'm here, move on, which hindered, put them, I would bet, at least a half a day, maybe more behind. But, I mean, it's been, what? 9, 10, 11 days now, and they still haven't found them, so...
3: Oh, they'll turn up any minute. They are going to turn up. I'm so. total confidence in the uh, government there. And,
2: and if you're listening to, live on Blaze TV, on uh, uh, has has Tropical Storm Bill made landfall in Texas yet? Can we... Uh, we need to have the control room check and see. It was supposed to be make landfall uh, late morning, uh, early afternoon, uh, on the Texas coast, and they were preparing for it. And with all the rain that Texas has had, um, they were really concerned in Houston and uh, the surrounding areas, Gal- Galveston. And in the next couple days, as it traverses across, yeah, the we're state supposed to get Texas.
3: six to nine inches, I believe, in the next couple of days. And, Yay! Which is, which is not good because the wa- even though it was been dry for the last week or so, like the the water levels are still really high. Like the lakes are still kind of you know too high, and so just more rain on it's just going to cause more problems. It's oh, it's going to be bad. And, and, and of course, it's all because of it's all because of as we know.
6: Climate change. Yes, it's it climate is climate
3: change. Global climate change. Global warming. It's been it's predicted, just, Dan. Yes, it has been predicted. You know, uh, and this is great because uh, you know before uh, you know, we were just talking about how Cuomo was screwing everything up there on this search. You know, uh, his brother, uh, before he was on CNN, was on ABC and back. Uh, Wait,
2: what? Hmm? Another ABC? Just another ABC person uh. for climate change?
3: <laughs> yeah. And so you know, Glenn is often referred to as a fearmonger. But uh, let's take a look at what, uh, back in 2008, what ABC, they did a big special on what they were predicting to come with the, with the extreme weather.
7: In, in 2015, we've still failed to address the climate problem. We're going to see more floods, look at this. more droughts, oh. more wildfires. The flames cover
1: that. hundreds of square miles.
7: We expect more intense hurricanes. Well, how warm is it going to get? How much will sea level rise?
0: We don't really know where the end is.
1: Temperatures have hit dangerous levels. Agricultural production
7: is dropping because temperatures are rising.
0: There's about one billion people who are malnourished. That number just continually grows. It's June
8: 8th, 2015. One carton of milk is $12.99.
1: Gas has reached <laughs> over $9 a gallon. I'm scared right now,
0: but I have to get this out.
3: <laughs> uh whoa what happened there are dropping stuff it's the climate change um but yeah but i don't know if these guys have they haven't gone back and done a follow up show on this one uh interestingly because it is 2015 now and, and all uh, those predictions gas is, are
2: absolutely true yes
3: g- yeah oh yeah gas is 9 dollars a gallon as you've all noticed uh a carton of milk is 13 dollars uh and actually actually no none of that's <laughs> even close um but that's unbelievable that you know they can have these ridiculous predictions and uh, be so off, and yet they'll never go back and say, oh, you know what, maybe we were a little bit off on that one. And uh, instead, which, and I think there haven't been, I mean, Stu would know all this. This is kind of Stu's, uh, he's a stat nerd on all the hurricanes, but I think the number of hurricanes have been, I mean, we haven't had one in a, quite some time. Have no, we, we haven't.
2: And this tropical storm bill that's made landfall now uh, on the Texas coast, I I don't know that that's... It's been quite a while since we've had an actual tropical storm. Uh, Sandy, right? The superstorm.
3: Right. And then,
2: yeah. when, it, when, it, when it made landfall. Was that even, I don't even think that was a tropical storm when it made landfall, actually. Might have been I can't just... I can remember. I know. It's but... Because uh, they keep calling it a, a hurricane. At one time, Sandy was a hurricane. But what you know,
3: they the, do is, what they do is over and over and over again, and you can see it in this video, and they continue, oh my it, is they say it's going to be increasingly, like, they yell at us for saying, you know, I know Susan mentioned this hundred times, but, like, they, they yell at us for saying, if you joke around and say, like, oh, wow, it's, you know, 82 degrees in the middle of, you know, 70 degrees in the middle of summer, you know, and it must right. be all that global warming. Like, you can't do that. But then on the that's other token, temperature. Yeah, that's just temperature. That's just one off, you know. And, but then they'll turn right around and say, well, we're going to have increased storms because of this. So they're saying there's going to be empirical evidence right. in the coming years and weeks and, and months and days and everything else just ahead to show you that this is real. Well, and this then is they don't come. And they're well,
2: like, it does come. Well. I mean, right now we've got a tropical storm making landfall in Texas. Right. And in the, uh, I don't know if you're aware of this, Dan, but in the southwest it's uh, record heat waves. Okay. <laughs> So, Which is all brought on, and that's what they'll always they'll just tie it back to
3: it, all brought on by this crazy there global climate you go. change. So don't oh, even start with me, okay, because it is tedious. going on, and
2: it's truth.
3: But I love the people they quoted in this. This is an ABC News special that they did in, with Bob Woodruff, and uh, they had John Holdren on there, and uh, you know all these people that we talked about over the years you know, uh, back in the day when we were talking about all of the uh, czars that would come up. And that was Holdren before we those, knew
2: Holdren. Every one of those predictions.
3: Oh, there's so the gas is over $9 a gallon, right?
2: Yep. Yep.
3: Yeah, last time I filled up, it was $180 for the tank. Uh, carton of milk, $13. you 13? Got a
2: big car, Dan. You make a lot of money. Yes. Two oh, yeah. I've make. got a,
3: yeah. Yeah, you know my car. I got a sweet four is?
2: sedan. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, milk is $13 a gallon.
2: That's pretty close, actually. Mm hmm. Depending on Three. where, depending on where you buy it, sometimes it's a little over four dollars right. a gallon. Sometimes.
3: Only nine or ten dollars off. That's it. So close. Um, yeah. So this was just not even close. And and but the fear mongering and it was unbelievable. Uh, the kids saying that I'm just scared crapless. And they, the map I think showed Manhattan just being completely underwater. <laughs> <And> <laughs> like we don't know what's going to happen by 2015. Well, we nothing actually is the answer. But but yeah, we've got to act now. Know. We've got to hurry up before it's too late, or before everyone catches on.
2: 888-727-BECK, if you want to tell us your horrific climate change horror stories Mm. going on in your part of the country right now, dial. Dial it now. Because this show is almost over, and I want to know if you're still alive out there. Yeah, tweet us your zombie pics
3: of the zombie apocalypse coming, being brought on by the... That's not even uh, funny. What?
2: That's not even funny. Zombies are going to be taken over soon.
3: You care to elaborate on that theory, or
2: uh, perhaps you should watch *Walking Dead*. I don't watch *Walking Dead*. Okay, then don't start with me. Okay, let's wrap this thing up. I already said break. I already gave the phone number. Why am I still on TV? Why? <laughs> That's a question a lot of people ask. That's a good point. Welcome to it, Patton Stew without Patton Stew. Uh, you know, we got to talk a little bit. Maybe tomorrow we'll do the quick, uh, we'll show the the trailer and talk uh, the review of Jurassic World, because I did see that yeah. uh, Friday night, and uh, I it. loved it. Did you? I, it I loved it. I thought it was great. Not, uh, from, I didn't see I it, know but. there was all kinds of reviews, and boy, they know what they're talking about, huh? It only made over $500 million globally. Right, right. Whoa, was- critics are smart. Was it not a realistic enough dinosaur movie for them? I know! <laughs> I, I <laughs> thought it was great. I thought it was a really good ride. Um, I liked the Jurassic Park series. I guess this is my review, isn't it? We're going to forget about the rest of the stories. No, I'm not going to
3: forget about the rest Do your quick review of Jurassic Park and then... Uh... Well, let's
2: take a look at the trailer first. Okay. Because you haven't
3: seen it, you know, I maybe. haven't seen it and I don't huh. intend to see it. What?! It's well, another,
7: maybe the uh, trailer is from American? Shut up. It's a relationship. <laughs> Based on respect, these
5: animals
6: are thinking, I gotta eat. I'm gonna hunt. I gotta. You gotta be able to relate to at least it's right one of
2: those things. All right.
4: Every yeah. time we've unveiled a new attraction, attendance has spiked. That was awesome. Corporate felt that genetic modification cool. would up the wow factor.
8: They're
3: definitely right? wow
8: enough. She was designed to be bigger than the T-Rex.
2: What happened to the sibling?
9: She ate it. We have an asset out of
2: containment.
7: What is that? The tracking implant. She clawed it out.
4: How would it know to do that?
7: She remembered where they put it in.
3: Did that guy get hurt? She's killing for sport. You got 20,000 people. You got no more boats. You don't have enough guns.
6: If we do this, excellent control control. this we'll do
5: well. We got
2: eyes on target. Light it up! Oh, Something's wrong. They're communicating. Oh,
3: talking Something about <laughs> Highly intelligent animal. Yeah, That's a bold, brash statement. I of sorts are smart now.
2: Come on, you don't want to see that. Oh man, you don't like the Ooh. Jurassic Park series? I like the either? first one. I mean, it was okay. I know the first one was good. You know. The second and third one were okay. This one was really good. Uh, this was uh, hang on for the ride of your life. Yeah.
3: I am more excited to watch uh, LeBron lose tonight. Uh, that's going to yes. be fun. And uh, when he loses, he will go down as the greatest loser ever, according to this.
2: Uh, that's fantastic.
3: Well, and they don't mean great. They're saying it's the greatest performance in a
2: loss. So he? he? Does he, uh, what's the money on him having MVP if they lose? What's the odds on that?
3: I don't know what the odds are, like, officially, but uh, I would say it's not good. I'd say if Steph Curry has a big game, they, they're going to give it to Curry. If Curry comes out and scores 11 and somehow they win, then maybe, you know, maybe I know. LeBron. But if Curry has a big game and they win, it's – Curry's going to get it. I mean, there's no way they don't give it to Curry. if he oh has. My come on, gosh. the guy would have three good games. He turned the series around. Forget about it. But you know what's interesting here? They showed that right now LeBron came up with a little category here where they added the points, rebounds, assists, average in a series – and, you know, determine kind of, you know, who has had the LeBron's best series. The best LeBron's is right now the best. He's, got a, he's tied for the best with Look Shaq. He's got a 58 total. Shaq and two, listen to Shaq, though. Shaq has the second best in 2058. Jordan had the third, 1993, averaged 43 points a game, nine rebounds, five that. assists. Then Shaq had four. Shaq had the fifth best performance. That's pretty unbelievable. That's 38, 38 points, 12 rebounds, uh, 33 points, 16 rebounds, and 37 points, 18 rebounds. So Shaq has had th- four, three of the top five performances in He's NBA Finals history. That's pretty. That's pretty impressive.
2: I'd like to say congratulations to to uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning for making it to the Stanley Cup playoffs, but mm. very disappointing that they lost to the wow. Chicago Blackhawks. I bet you don't see the White House congratulating the Blackhawks <laughs> for
0: victory. Is